The Smile High Morning Show with Danny Williams. Weekday mornings at 9. We got only us. Every time we come to a stadium, it's only going to be us. Y'all need to know that. We're coming here to fight every week. Let's go, boss. I got that. They shot me in Denver. You who knows? You who Back in Taco Tuesday edition of the program 303-831-1340 The hotline as well as the text line Thanks for being with us I am Danny Williams I'm at tweets Danny on Twitter Danny Bailey at dbailey5280 on Twitter as well Lots of ways to get involved with the show Want to hear from you guys We'll have Danny do a couple texts here in a couple minutes here If you want to join us on the hotline. Did you tell me we had... Did I leave someone on the hotline for a minute or two there? No, we just have some texts. Oh, okay, okay. Maybe it was yesterday. I don't know. Um, give me a couple of texts. One uh, was from Alo. He said, can I come with you to the barbecue? And I said, sorry, player. You know, we, we got media members who get around here can't get into that thing. You know what I mean? So, yeah, you know, Kyle was like, um... <laughs> Kyle goes, um, I emailed them, but I didn't hear back. <laughs> Poor guy. Yeah. Um, well, that's what happens when you uh, walk away from me. No, no, no. He's just not, you know, you got to be the right guy at the right place at the right time and all that kind of stuff. It ain't easy being cheesy, you know? What were you going to say? Give me a text or two. Yeah, we got a text from Alo on the hotline as well um, <laughs> saying we win 10 games tops. Hey. So he's He's, he's right a hater on Russell Wilson, though. Certified. Well, someone who doesn't seem like they're a hater of Russell Wilson, F. Lewis says he thinks the over/under for Russell is thirty touchdowns. You hammering that over? Oh, totally. That's the number, really. That is what F. Lewis believes, and I think I've seen that on Twitter too. I think Zach Seegers said a, something about that, that yesterday. I'll double check it. That is a slaughter. He, I mean, he's gonna he'll be way closer to forty than he will be uh, thirty. Closer to 40 than 30. Sorry. Uh, yeah. What do you think? What's the total? What's the number? I think he throws 40 touchdowns right on the dot. It's a nice round number for me. Yeah, I like uh, I, I like the over. It's like two and a half a game. Yeah, it's he's even gonna, less he's than gonna, two and a half a game, He's going to blow actually. that up. Uh, yeah, I'm seeing 30 and a half according to some sources. So, yeah, it's in that neighborhood. But, yeah, I think you're right. He's probably closer to 40 than 30. Um, I just feels like it. It feels like, um, feels like this offense is going to be really, really good to me. Javante is the catalyst. I know Russell Wilson is the, you know, he's going to uh, maybe – Maybe Hackett, you know, Coach um, Hackett is the uh, orchestrator, but, you know, Russell Wilson's like the general has to go out there and kind of lead it. But, like, the motor behind the engine is going to be Javante. We're going to see how special he is, and don't sell Melvin Gordon short as well. Those guys will be utilized differently without, like, the pressure on your running backs to be the entire offense once they're just the complement or a piece of an offense um, because you know that Russell Wilson throws as good a deep ball as anybody in the entire league, and the numbers prove that. Um, imagine the opportunities, the you know, the lanes, the holes, the gaps. Um, 
that Javante Williams and Melvin Gordon are going to have. And you give just a little bit of a breathing room to Javante Williams. Again, it'll be Kamara-esque. He will make you pay. He's going to make you pay. So I think the Broncos are a top like six or seven scoring team this season, to be honest with you. Is that crazy? I don't think so at all. No. I don't think so at all. I think that's very within. It would be crazy to say they're top three scoring team. And I think it would be a stretch to say they're outside the top ten. They're going to be better than that. We'll we'll look. Let me see here. The top scoring teams in the NFL last season, just to give us a little bit of a... little bit of a mindset here. 303-831-1340 hotline as well as the text line. Thanks for being with us here. Okay, I got it here. This looks like um Okay. The 2021 the highest scoring team in the NFL was, you have a guess? Let's just get a random guess. Kansas City? Number four, 29.4 points per game. Buffalo, number three. Tampa Bay, number two. And the Cowboys, number one, wow. at 30.4. Good for them. Chargers, 20 at five, at 27.9. The Rams uh, at number six, at 27 even. New England at 26.6. And the Colts at 26.5. I'd probably slot the Broncos right there at somewhere at seven or eight because uh, Colts eight, Cincinnati nine, Arizona 10, Green or Arizona and Green Bay tied for 10, Philadelphia 12, Minnesota 13. And that 13 gets it, it, it 25 points per game is good enough to get you 13. The Broncos last year. Average 19.7 points per game. That was good for tied for for 23rd. Tied for 23rd. Okay. Are you, are you with me? Yeah, I'm with you. I'm just laughing. Um, <laughs> What's funny over there, Mr. Well, Halo. You are a hater. Yes. He, He's he, uh, under 31 passing touchdowns. He'll finish in the high 20s. He is such a bona fide hater on Russell Wilson. He'll never let it go. <laughs> you better get Is on board. Is that because I, I they lost to him in the Super Bowl or what? Um, I think he thinks he's... I'll let him speak for himself. But I think he thinks he's a little goofy and overrated a bit. I'm not sure. I'll let him speak for him. I don't really, I don't really know. I'll let him speak okay, for himself. He is goofy, but I don't think that's any reason yeah, Aaron, to, it, to hate on his talent. Halo is goofy. Oh, we're talking about... So, yeah, you know, can you I guess referring to the passing touchdowns, Alo just said our running game is too good. So maybe he thinks that there will be some some, uh, situations where they get down and they don't throw the ball on the one-yard line. The the Broncos averaged 19.7 points per game last year. That's 20 points per game, basically, right? Are you with me? We're rounding up a little, okay? Uh, You don't think that Russell Wilson's (laughs) worth one more touchdown you know, per game than what you had last year? Of course he is. I think he's worth a lot more than that. But if you add, uh, let's see, seven points on to 19.7, that gets us to 20, or I'm sorry, 26.7, okay? The pa- the Patriots, with a rookie quarterback last year, 
Average 26.6. Exactly what we're saying the Broncos and uh, are going to be this year. Patriots with the rookie quarterback. No receivers and running backs you really couldn't name. You know what I mean? Uh, Sony Michelle? No, he was not even there anymore. Right? So, I think that's, that's a great point. I, I'm just, that's where, I, again, the Rams offense last year, they had about four or five games. Lit it up, scored a ton of points. Matt Stafford looked like the, you know, all, everything they and we kind of thought he would be there. But they had a lot of games that were grinders because, of, for one, that division is kind of tough. And they I, they had a bunch of games where it's just the pace of the game, for one, because their defense is, it was incredible, led to some low-scoring affairs. Plus, you plug in Matt Stafford, who do you think Matt Stafford has done more or less work up to his point with his new team, the Rams, last year up to the start of the season or up till this point than Russell Wilson has done with his teammates and the work that he has put in to acclimate to the new team? Russ has done more work. I don't, I don't have a doubt in my mind. Exactly. Exactly. So, it, it, don't look any further, guys, than what the Rams did. They're all, you know, how are they going to do it in this division? The Rams are in the best division in football. The Rams are in the best division in football. The 49ers are good always. Okay. The Cardinals were the best team in football for that first half of the season. They were seven and one. And then, oh, yeah, the team that ended up winning the Super Bowl, the Rams in that division as well. Your only bottom feeder is the Seahawks, right? Your only poop team is the Seahawks. Well, again, this, I know we got the Chiefs, but they're a couple years now removed from winning the Super Bowl. The Chargers were a 10-win team, and the Raiders were a 10-win team. Let's not act like they were better than the 49ers or any better than really the Cardinals. Are you with me? So then you have kind of the Broncos, and you have the Seahawks. There's no comparison. We're not making that comparison because there's no comparison to make. But I would say that the Broncos are now going to keep the Raiders down around 500 and maybe take a win away from the Chargers as well in the big picture. Maybe one of those teams steps up and is an 11 or 12 win team. But I also think that the Chiefs are no better than 11 wins. The Chiefs aren't better than 11 wins. And I think the Broncos are an 11 plus win team. Yeah, NDC Danny said Broncos stay healthy and they will be 12 and 5. Let's ride. That's splitting with the division. I think they do that right down the middle. It'll mean a lot this season for the Broncos to win within this division. That'll be emphasized because that's how we are going to, for one, win our division, right? And two, prove ourselves as back. Those games will be our biggest games, and there's a couple other good games on the calendar. But look at the Broncos' schedule. They'll, they're going to be 4-2 and two or 5-2 and two right off the bat. It's, it sets them up to set themselves off. And... I'm excited. They're going to be good. I'm not pumping anyone's nads. I don't work for KOA. And I'm not trying to be best friends with anyone down there like Cecil or any of these guys. I just know what I'm seeing. I'm a professional. Thanks for being with us. 303-831-1340. Hey, I get the NFL. Just that I'm a winner. Can you give me one of those? Because it feels like I I needed one of that. I get the NFL. Thank you. Appreciate that, guys. Uh, let's go to break, come back, do some more. It's Miley Sports. I was the real world, but just
The Smile High Morning Show with Danny Williams. Weekday mornings at 9. Back in. Taco Tuesday edition of the program. The eve of the start, basically, of the 2022 NFL season. Training camp is the official start. Because training camp, man, it's it's here. We're going to be hyped for a week or two. We're going to see and feel some things that we haven't seen and felt in quite some time. We're going to be dying for some preseason action. We want to see it live. Uh, that'll happen. It'll take about one half of preseason football for us to hate preseason football. Then we focus on our fantasy football teams for a week. Uh, we gear up. We try to, again, the, 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 the goal is to stay healthy. There's going to be two or three teams whose Super Bowl hopes are going to be dashed before the start of the season even happens. If your Christian McCaffrey goes down or your Saquon goes down or your, you know, Jamar Chase type of caliber of player goes down. So staying healthy is a, a part of the mission, part of the, you know, the end goal of of, of winning a, a Super Bowl and a championship. It's a lot of times the teams that stay the most or at least has your best players stay the healthiest are the teams that kind of survive. And we have to look no further than Super Bowl 50, 2015 Broncos. They never really had any major injuries that season. The team was still a Super Bowl caliber team and had one of the great defenses of all time. The, the, the one guy that wasn't as good anymore was Peyton. But the rest of the team and players around Peyton lifted Peyton. And Peyton um, was Peyton en- enough when it mattered. And the rest is kind of history. But the Broncos are really healthy that season. No major injuries, major losses uh, at any point in the season. Got their guys back healthy. C.J. Henderson and even Peyton, who kind of was hurt, kind of not, at the right times during the season. Remember, Ronnie Hillman led the Broncos in rushing that year. I mean, again, C.J. Anderson was running back one. But Ronnie Hillman, I think, rushed for, you know, 1,000 yards or 900 yards. But C.J. Anderson became man-child, you know, uh, mini beast mode those playoffs and the rest is kind of history so you know that'll be that's probably the most important thing of training camp is having your guys stay healthy as much as the learning of the playbook as much as the you know the the body prep and the everything that it takes to be able to survive a 17 game NFL season man just being able to stay healthy is easy to say hard to do, kind of scary. I'm knocking on wood a little bit. I mean, let the Chargers again be that team to have uh, Keenan Allen go. I don't I don't wish any injuries upon any anybody, but they have been as part of the game. So we'll know if the Broncos are, you know, championship caliber or, or, or if their championship dreams are dashed. If something were to happen to a Cortland Sutton again, a Javante, a... You know, one of our five or six real star players. You know, uh, Garrett Bowles, we kind of like, oh, he's not worth this. Or Garrett Bowles, I wish he was, a little, you know, did a little bit more of this or a little less than that. Well, if he wasn't here, we'd have a big problem and a big hole there. So there's probably about five or six guys who are really special elite at that position in the league. And then there's five or six more guys who can do a pretty good job there. And he's one of those guys. Without him, we'd have some trouble and some problems there. So 
Um, yeah, yeah. I want to see. I want to see that high, arcing, rainbow, beautiful, soft pass that Russell Wilson throws down the field better than anybody in the whole league. Tom Brady does a really beautiful job of that too. That it's you know he puts he puts it for his receivers to go under and get it super easy and catchable. That's that's what's going to be the star of training camp is that kind of stuff. Um, I think KJ Hamler is going to be who is going to be some camp darlings. Danny Bailey. I think KJ Hamler is a camp darling if he's back and healthy. Who else? Yeah, is that a was camp- one of the questions I wrote down. Okay, cool. Yeah. You got any other questions you'd like to ask? Oh uh, well, let me answer yours first. Okay. I think that. Uh, I mean, can you say Patrick Sertan? I think he's already a, a media darling just because of how he played. No, I like season. that because but the pr- I think he shows that he's continued to grow, continue to improve, and going to be a top cornerback in the league. A lot of people around here, particularly, are expecting him to be a superstar. So that progression has to kind of happen. And, you know, superstardom, man, if you got it, you got it. A rookie year is one thing, a rookie campaign for any player at any position. But that second year, if you're a bona fide superstar, we're going to see it. We're going to see it this year from him. And I hope we do. I expect it. I expect him to be great. I expect him to live up to to the billing, man. Uh, okay, ask me something. Um, which player will have the best or funniest interactions with fans at training camp? Who's the tight end with the hair from UCLA? Greg Dulcich. I think Dulcich is going to become a star because he just looks like a star. Um, and looks like a, a fun guy, you know? So... <laughs> I think Dulcich has. Uh, I'm a fun guy. Has a chance to be a star. I would like Jerry Judy to become a big personality, say the right things, put smiles on people's faces because he's turned a lot of people off. I think Jerry Judy's turned a lot of people off by I think some of the way he handles himself, some of the talk, some of the things he puts out there on Twitter, which we're supposed to figure out what it means, you know. Um, Eyeball emojis. A little bit. He like drama follows that guy around a little bit, but also he, um, you know, he's I, he he creates it, and he I think he likes it a little bit. The attention. So I need him to become lovable and likable, and that happens two different ways: production, tons of production, and a new attitude. Um, and because his outlook now is going should be completely different. He was a guy who was underutilized. Uh, I mean, if there's a handful of players in the entire league, Danny Bailey, that were in a bad position who have a chance to be superstars still, not rookies coming up, but guys who maybe are in your second or your third or fourth year um, where it's a development thing, it's a coaching thing, it's a quarterback thing. I mean, the, this is the last opportunity that Jerry Judy's going to have to become a superstar. Okay, and a lot of people have kind of already said, well, I don't think he's going to be a superstar. I think he has a chance to be a really, really, really good player and not that superstar. And with Russell Wilson, that could take him over the edge. I mean, being a superstar, it, it's, it couldn't be he couldn't be any more of a beneficiary than any player like in the entire league to what he once had to what now he um, has a chance to become. That's a big one. That's going to be a big one. So, you know, it's not going to be long before, you know, at the end of this season, 
we're going to be talking about Jerry Judy's future with the team or not, meaning he had 92 catches and eight touchdowns and was a, such a big playmaker on third down over and over and over again. Maybe let's take this care of this guy right now before we got to pay him crazy money like receivers are making right now. Or he has 50 or 60 catches again. Tim Patrick catches 75 or 80 balls and has eight or nine touchdowns. And Cortland Sutton goes back to being a 75 or 80 catch guy, too. And it's Hamler and and Judy competing as kind of the third quarterback or the third receiver. That's scary to me. But also, that's like a good problem to have. I, I don't want it to. I, that's not the street I want to go down. But, you know, I think while no one is considering this wide receiver group amongst you know the top five groups in the league by the season's end, they'll be a top 10 group. And that is with or without a ton of production from Jerry Judy and it going great, or maybe him not having, you know, or the success that we're all expecting him to have. We'll see. We'll see. For me, we're going to just see. I'm not so sure he's going to break out here, but also I'm still going to put him in that category and tier of having a chance to be a star. You can't be a star with Drew Locke is your quarterback. You can't do it. Hey, can't do it. It's just you can't. So um, everything changes tomorrow. Everything's already changed. And I don't like that Cody was kind of like trying to slow play. Let's see what happens with this stuff. If you're a beat writer covering the team, you can do that. But I need Cody to be like, this team's either going to be great, and here's why, or they're not. 10 and 7 ain't good enough. We didn't bring Russell Wilson here to be 10 and 7. We did not, Danny Bailey. That's not what he's here for. And that's right away. People be like, oh, 10 and 7. I will totally take that. Well, for one, 10 and 7 might not even get you into the damn playoffs. And I didn't, Russell Wilson ain't here to lose seven games this season. And he really doesn't ever lose, you know, win less than about 12 games other than last year. He's an 11 or 12 game winner every single season. Now he got an extra game to go get an 11 and 12th win. That's who the guy is. And that's who the guy was over the last three or four years when that team wasn't very good. And they were playing in a good division. And Russell Wilson kept the aura and standard there to make them feel and look like they were elite. And they also had a couple big playoff moments, too. Not just not just over the couple Super Bowl wins. Um, Hail Mary stuff, you know, the, a couple big games against Green Bay there that, you know, the Seahawks seem to come out on the right side of a couple few times. That's not an accident. That's not an You know, Russell Wilson's got the best of Aaron Rodgers on a bunch of occasions. I, I don't feel, I no longer feel, and I don't even know if I ever felt like that once they announced that Russell Wilson was the quarterback of the Denver Broncos. I never felt like we got the wrong guy or the second best guy or we were runners up on the Aaron Rodgers sweepstakes. I'll take Russell Wilson all day, every day at this point of these two guys' career. Let's go to break. 303-831-1340, the hotline as well as the text line. Couple seconds left. We'll give you the chance to tell us, you know, what do we ask Russell Wilson? If you got one question to ask Russ today, uh, anything else you guys want to know? Uh, let's do it. Let's try to answer some questions here. Get to the bottom of some stuff here. Um, give some solutions to these problems. There's no problems. 
There ain't no drama. It's all good in Broncos country. It's all good. Imagine the storylines right now. Oh, fan, a first-round pick. Oh, Buzz, Bradley Chubbs, going to have to be great in order for the Broncos to compete with Kenny Pickett and, and Teddy Bridgewater competing for the starting quarterback job. That is a nightmare life to live. Uh, we're, we're blessed, guys. Russell Wilson is here. He's, he's here to save us. And I believe he's going to do that. I believe the Broncos are going to be great right off the bat. The Chiefs are yesterday's news. And their second best player is not on the team anymore. And that defense that was really, really kind of good at the Honey Badger and all those guys, that's reconstructed now. It's a reboot. Danny Williams, Danny Bailey, and you guys back on the other side of Smiley Sports. The Smile High Morning Show with Danny Williams. Weekday mornings at 9. Especially those who weren't with us too long. Life is the most precious thing you can lose. Who's this? Pennywise. Rock on. I can hate my stepdad to this. 303-831-1340, the hotline as well as the text line. Danny Williams, along with Danny Bailey, who is producing this product. The good dude. I run the show. He does. Does a good job of it. We want to hear from you guys with a couple segments left worth the show. A couple guys already on their way to Dove Valley for the media barbecue, man. Get to eat. Get to uh, hobnob a little bit. Um... Once you got barbecue all over your face, you got to go sit down and uh, Broncos will bring out the best of the best. Possible George Payton sighting. I don't know if anyone from the new ownership team you know, will be present. I don't know if John Elway is going to be around. Uh, I really don't know what to expect. This is going to be different because everything's different now. Got a new head coach. You know, John's still on the payroll, but just as a kind of a consultant. Um, I'm I'm excited. I'm, I'm I want to see what's about to go down here in just about you know thirty minutes. Uh, okay, Danny. What else? You got any other questions for us? So oh, he's on the phone here. Uh, hit us up. He's got some text to read, and we'll see who's on the phone here. Let's go out and get him. He's one of our favorites. He's a mayhem icon. It's Jerry. Hey, Jerry. What's up, Danny? How are they treating you? Oh, not bad. You know, I got my credential, all the kind of stuff. Looking uh, forward to going down and being a part of this media barbecue. You want me to ask Russell Wilson anything for you? I'll be all right. I'll probably see him around the neighborhood. <laughs> <laughs> I'll probably see him around. Well, listen, the you're you know you're one of the legendary softball players in this entire region. You know, Russ is a man of all sport, a former ball player himself. I could see him making a VIP kind of um, you know stopover at Vanderbilt Park one night. Would you? Oh. You know? Oh yeah, dude. That would that'd be that'd be real nice. Hey, don't the uh, don't the Rockies have his contract? 
when does that ever expire? Um, I guess we'll never know. I'm not sure. He's. I think. Yeah, I think. I think he signed by the. The Rockies, but... He was drafted by the Rockies. I thought they might have traded him to the Texans or something. Maybe they got those rights back or something like that. I'm not sure how that works. Just like uh, (laughs) Murray with the the A's. A's. I wonder wonder how long those contracts are... uh, You know, how long do they last that he's on that team? Man, this Kyler... (laughs) The the Kyler Murray stuff real quick. So I was... (laughs) Yesterday there was news that kind of dropped that as part of his contract... He has to put in four hours a week. Is that right? Of, of, um, I guess just with their, I don't know if it's extra work on his iPad, but it's like something that's so ridiculous. You couldn't even really believe that that's in the contract where you're asking the guy to put more work in and he's the quarterback of the team. You, what do you think about Kyler Murray? You in or out on Kyler? I guess I say I'm in. I mean, he did get his team to the playoffs. He has to do four hours, uh, mandated four hours of weekly film study. Are you kidding me? Well, that's good. You got to get better somehow, some way. Yeah, but like real quarterbacks are doing that on their own, bro. Yeah, well, today's youth is uh, not what me and you grew up to be. Yeah, I know. Back in my day, you know. Today's youth want the they want the success right now, and the only way they're gonna learn is I guess off electronics. Me and you had to go out there in the dirt and beat up each other. For That's us right. That's right. Get it done. That's right. These guys have to do it electronically, and you know whatever works. I guess if yeah. that's the way to get this guy to the Super Bowl, they got to figure out how to get guys to the Super Bowl. Plain and simple. So if that's the way to get them there. So be it, you Ky- know. Kyler had 24 touchdowns and 10 picks last year. Yeah. 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 And then he had 26 and 12 the year before. And his rookie year, he had 20 and 12. That's kind of who he is. You know, right? Uh, I mean, like, it's easy to kind of like, sounds like we're talking stuff. It's easy to say the Cardinals shouldn't have done that. They had to. They're in no position. And if not, they're going to have to trade a guy who they drafted number one overall, which would have been ugly. It would have been a mess. You know, the compensation you never maybe got equal value. There's no way you, you kind of have to go down with the ship a little bit and hope that the ship just sails. Yeah, and at the end of the day, Danny, I mean, what are you going to trade him for? Because you're not going to get a, a, a quality quarterback. I mean, in my eyes, he's probably top 12 quarterback. I'd say that's probably right, spot on. I think you're probably spot on that one. So you're not going to get uh, you're not going to get a top eleven quarterback by trading. Nah, so, you would only the only way to do it would be to get like you know, two or three first round picks and you know yeah, a couple and young players and just yeah. start over again. Yeah, and then you start starting over again. Who'd you, know you rather I mean? have, Baker Mayfield or Kyler Murray? Is this an easy one? Oh, dude, it's it's not it's easy. It's Kyler for me, but I don't oh, think God. Kyler and Baker are that far off from being kind of comps on players. See. I don't know, Danny. I'm giving I, Baker a little love there, actually. Who would you rather have, Lamar Jackson or Kyler Murray? I'd rather have Lamar. But Me too. When you say Kyler and Baker, you got to remember Baker. That's yeah, a good Baker one, huh? A no, yeah, they, he took a no. Bunch of losers. Uh, yeah, to literally. The and, and at least Kyler, I mean, you did have one of the best receivers in the league with DeAndre, and the running game was pretty good. Your defense was stout. 
So I don't know. That might be a. It's a good one, right? Yeah, that's that's definitely a good one. I think Baker should have stood in Cleveland and shut his mouth and just rolled with it. They got something going on. At least, at least you're a playoff team. And now with Pittsburgh probably not making the playoffs, there's an extra win or two that you you could you could have got. So I don't know, man. That's that's, that's kind of wild, man. But I'm I'm waiting for this football season. But mm-hmm. I was. I was calling so Danny give me some luck. I got a, I got a six leg parlay for a huge payout, Danny. Okay. Huge payout. Let's do this. What do you got here? What are we looking it's, at? It's two dollars, two dollars to make eight hundred and ten million. What do we do? I'm in. I'm in. What do I got to do? You got to run to your local Seven Eleven or your. Bob and Lou pop shop and get that Mega Mall ticket. Ah, So you got number here. I got some numbers for you right now. Eight. There you go. Nineteen. Hold on, hold on. You know I, I got to write this down because it's twenty. Right, have to give you props. Eight, nineteen, twenty. Twenty-seven. Twenty-seven. Thirty-five. Okay. And thirty-seven. And what's this power? Is that the Powerball? 37 is the Powerball number. Uh, 8, 19, 20, 27, 35, and 37. Damn. What are those, your kids' birthdays? No, no, that's just random numbers. Oh, okay. I thought those was your kids' birthdays. Nah, I don't like, even know. If I have to think of it long and hard to remember those. I'm like, who is this? Travis Henry giving me his? Nah, his, uh, that's too easy. <laughs> you don't win the jackpot on kids' birthdays. <laughs> Kids keep take your money from you. They don't help you win money. So that's why 8, 19, 20, 27, 35, and 37. How many does you go up to 40 or what's the top number? I think it is 40 for yeah. the for the Powerball, but yeah. for the regular numbers, I think it goes to 72. No, so. no, no. Yeah, no. the regular Yeah, that regular number gets to the seventies. That can't be true. Oh, they don't make it easy for you, Daddy. Mega, what's this is the mega millions? This is mega eight. 10, bro. It probably gets to about 825. Oh, dang. You're right. Here's the last numbers. It was 14, 40, 60, 64, 66, and, nine, and, and 16. I'm changing my numbers. <laughs> Hold on. I got 8, <laughs> 22, 30, 32, 61, and my, uh, what's that number, the last one called? The Mega, the, uh, Mega Ball. Is 11. Oh. <laughs> Got, Got him, Jerry. Got him, coach. Justin, if I hit this, you're going to be calling into Nate's show, and you're going to be asking Nate how Danny's treating him, because I'm going to be owning this whole place. What's the first thing you're going to buy me? Oh, man. Whatever you want. We're going to go to Vegas, and then we'll decide there. What? Oh, dude, you don't want to go to Vegas. I just got back. Why? What happened? Did you get, bring me any of those collectible cards they hand out on the strip? Oh, dude, that's, that's wild. They still do that. I was at the Circa. Yeah, we definitely got to go in November to, to the Circa. That's by far, by far the best. The Circa's book. the best? For the sports book? Oh, dude, by far. Dang. Dude, every, every TV is is a movie theater TV. It's top notch. But you can't take a kid in there, so if you have kids, you can't. 21 and over. Oh, man. Do the hotel. Yeah, Digit, but... can you wait on the car while your old yeah, man right? goes in and makes a few bets? Bro, they're, they're, like I said, you're going to look at those TVs like, wow, you're going to sit there forever. 
Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Jerry, we're like three or four minutes over, bro. Got to go. Hit us uh, tomorrow on the next day. We'll tell you how the media barbecue went. Tell you what I ate. All right, Danny. Peace out, Later. Later, homeboy. 303-831-1340, the hotline, as well as the text line. Let's go to break. Come back, and we'll do one last final little mini seg before we get out of here and cruise over to Dove Valley. Is that cool, Danny Bailey? Why do you want me to bring you back? You like um, potato salad? I'm probably not going to be here when you're done. Oh. I got to go move. You're moving? I got to go move the rest of my stuff out of my apartment into oh, my new place. Oh, man. Do you need help with that? Because I got the Broncos barbecue and all that, you know? No, Shoot. it's all right. I understand. And I got that back. You know, I got the back. No, thing. I understand. My roommate and I should be able to knock it out. Okay. Danny Williams and Danny Bailey back on the other side of Smiley Sports. The Smile High Morning Show with Danny Williams. Weekday mornings at 9. Back in final segment of the show. Going to cruise over to the valley. Going to get fat with it. No, I'm going to make a little small, sophisticated play. For one, I have a very sophisticated palate. Okay? So, the Broncos know that going in. Uh, They know I'm gluten-free. No, I'm not. Actually, I'm like all the glutes. You gluten free? <laughs> you vegan? Yeah, right. <laughs> He's not actually he eats that raw meat. I'm American. That's oh, what yeah. I am. That's right. I like that. 10:49 a.m. in the Mile High City. Thanks for being with us. Appreciate it. Uh, lots of ways to get involved with the show. Let's hear from you guys before we cruise out of here. What's left in the cutting room floor, Danny Bailey? Do we forget to mention anything in particular that... Uh... Uh, well, we covered a lot. We covered a lot. The Kyler Murray thing was a big deal. A lot of reaction to that. Um, I've got some texts here I'm going to run through. Let's Ready it. for it? Oh, yeah. First one, barbecue related. Uh, Danish Dan, can you do me a kindness? If you see Cecil the Diesel at the barbecue, can you give him a purple nurple for me? Dirty Mike <laughs> and the boys. No doubt we'll do that. Uh, and <laughs> from Alo, I got a couple. He said he wants to see Nick Benito step up in camp. So youngster shining out there, rookie season. Not too many expectations like because they have good pass rushers, but want to see something from Benito. I'd love Nick Benito to come in and make a John Mobley, Ian Gold type of instant impact as like a really young player, rookie player. You know, coming in and making an impact. That'd be sweet. That's a good one. That's a really good one. And then also from Alo, he said, what's the over-under on Danny spilling food on his shirt? Hey. So I, I don't know <sighs> if he means how long before you do it no, or well, how I wore, many times you do it. I wore this nice Air Force polo shirt the other day, Air Force football polo shirt. It was just like a nice summer shirt on a khaki short. If the, I felt really good about the look. But I noticed at some point in the show after I left, I had a big coffee thing all the way down my shirt. So... I'm going to do my best to not have any barbecue on my face or on my shirt, but it's a 50-50 proposition. And keep it off that nice white hat, too. Yeah, I got a fedora I'm going to probably wear for this event today. Good move. You can't wear um, 
headphones over a fedora. So I got that in the car ready to go. I got a couple different looks. I'm ready to break out. Uh, from NDC, Danny Albert O will shine in camp. No more focus on Fant, an opportunity to show how talented he really is. I agree. I think Albert Love O has that. a chance to be really good. If Albert O is a top 12 or 15 tight end, that's a big success for the Broncos. And if he just can keep up and do the job that's going to be expected out of playing with a quarterback like Russell Wilson, that's kind of what the job is. We'll see. And then we have two other tight ends as well in um, Dulcich and in Tomlinson. The cat from uh, the Ravens who kind of comes uh, highly spoken of, at least when it comes to run blocking and being a real kind of complete tight end who might even catch a couple balls. And then two more from F. Lewis to uh, finish off the text for right now. If you have something, obviously text us, 303-831-1340. Uh, hope Patrick shows out and becomes Russell's favorite. Patrick is a deserving media darling. I think a lot of people already like him. I love Tim Patrick. Reliable, talented. It's, I think the knock on him is that he just is unsung. He's from nowhere. Yep. He's not supposed to be this good. You have other receivers who won. Cortland Sutton was drafted pretty high and had a ton of success. Another one, Jerry Judy, they talk about some of the greatest footwork ever of all time. And then KJ Hamler was drafted in the second round as well. So it's like Tim Patrick is a not supposed to be the number one or number two or even number three receiver. It's weird. It's a weird spot to be in because if you're the team, you want your draft picks, your higher invested guys to now, you know, live up to the, to the touting, to to the investment in those guys. But now in this offseason, they finally made that big investment in Tim Patrick. So he's on equal footing now for the very, very first time ever in his career. He's on equal footing with any of the other receivers on this team and therefore has a chance to be the best of any of them. Your best. Losers always whine about giving their best. Winners go home and the prom queen. Kyle was the prom queen. Sorry, keep going. What were you going to say? No, that was great. I love that bit. Me too. It's one of my favorites. It's one of my favorites. And the other one from F. Lewis was a question for Russell Wilson. Ask Russell who his fantasy QB will be and who is the backup. His fantasy QB? Yeah. Yeah, that should get me. That should go over well over there. Um, I'm going to tell you a quick story before we get out of here. I tell the story annually. Got me in big trouble years and years and years ago. We're at the Broncos Media Barbecue. Okay. I found my way into the like VIP exclusive parking lot. No big deal, right? You with me? In that parking lot is a little Red Bull. It's a car that has like a Red Bull sticking out of it. It's the Red Bull car. And in it were two Red Bull girls. So the Red Bull girls who were in this parking lot, I don't know how they got into this parking lot, mind you. But if they were there, they had to be part of the team, something going on. Right? You would think. Yeah. That's... So they follow me in to Dove Valley. I have a credential. They don't. But they have Red Bull. But they have Red Bull, like this Red Bull thing on them. They're Backpack. even bringing yeah, Red Bulls for everybody. Yeah. Yes, exactly. So I'm like, cool. That's cool. The Red Bull girls are here. So I get like after a little while, like someone calls me over and they're like, uh, these Red Bull girls said that you let them in. What the F, Danny? And I was like, um... It wasn't like that, sir. They cut, They t took a couple passes to get in. But it, they threw me under the bus. When they asked how I they got in, they threw me under the bus. 
So I've had a meltdown panic and I hit, I'm hitting Patrick Smythe right away. And I'm writing, you know, emails to Jim Sakamano, like the highest dudes in possible charts. And I'm like, Oh, you guys know me better than that. I wouldn't do that. I was like, go check the camera footage. But I had one gal, Rebecca, who was not happy at all. And that's the end of the story. It blew over because I'm, you know, didn't do anything wrong. I swear. That's the end of the story. The legendary, I snuck the Red Bull, Red Bull girls into Dove Valley, and I really didn't. They used me. Well, anyways, that's the whole show. Danny Bailey, great job. Andrew and Anillo are next. I got to get down into Dove Valley. They're waiting for me to start this thing. I'll tell you guys all about it tomorrow while we are broadcasting live from Dove Valley. Right there. It's going down. We will see you tomorrow. We appreciate you guys big time, and we love you guys. Wish me luck. Good night, Sheila. Good night. Good night. Thank you, Sheila. Bye, Terry. Bye, Sheila. I'll never forget tonight. Bye, Terry. All right, Alan, whatever. Go inside. Bye, Sheila. See you, see you, Terry. Bye, Sheila. I don't know if you heard me. Bye, Terry. Bye, Sheila. New watch alert. blows. Or the big face rolly. I got two of those. Arm out the window through the city. I'm a new slow. Cut back, snap back. See my cut through the holes. Damn, easy and hope. Where the hell you been? Niggas talking real reckless.